for our gentlemen listeners, we all know first impressions matter. And if you're not taking care of your skin, that's going to be the first thing someone notices about you. They're going to think you're way older than you are, or that you just don't care about your parents. Guess what? I'm old and I have not cared enough about my parents. That's why I'm now using Caldera Lab, C-A-L-D-E-R-A Lab, calderalab.com. Use the promo code HOOPS, uh, reference to the John Krasinski show here, and you will get 20% off their products. That's the best offer you're going to find anywhere. Uh, proud to have Caldera Lab sponsoring many shows across the network. Now listen, I'm using it now, and I just have not taken care of my facial skin and it looks like I haven't taken care of it. It's sun damaged. It's too red. I occasionally have breakouts, probably because of food allergies, but it's kind of a mystery. I use the Caldera Lab stuff to reduce my the bags under my eyes, to calm down my skin, to make it look less red. And this, the additional benefit here is when I put that stuff on my face, I'm less likely to touch or scratch my face because I'm more aware of it and how it looks. So it's, it's kind of performing you know, minor miracles for me. Uh, I highly recommend it and do what I do after you brush your, you know, you got to brush your teeth in the morning, keep the Caldera lab product right next to the sink, right next to your toothbrush and put it on right after you brush your teeth. It'll take about the same amount of time. And it's just as important. Uh, you want to look the best you can. Caldera lab can help with that. Use the promo code hoops to get 20% off all their products. And I'm using about six of their products right now. John, it was always obvious that the major problem for Rudy Gobert was that the Wolves weren't having him shoot enough three-pointers. I mean, he's just a, he's your classic stretch four. The league is not ready for the hell that the Wolves are about to unleash on it now that Rudy Gobert is draining threes in rhythm in exhibition games against Montenegro. Well, Montenegro is known for the three-point defense, though, so we can't overlook this. I mean, I, I know that Pek, Pekovic was not playing in the game, but just his mere presence definitely casts a pall over the whole thing. And so for, for Rudy to, to uh, um, perform in those adverse uh, environments and circumstances, it really does tell you that he is locked in and ready to go here. We will talk about more important things on this show today than Rudy Gobert shooting three-pointers for France in international play. But I'm not sure we're going to talk about anything more weird or interesting what the hell's going on i mean this is a guy who couldn't catch the ball last year and now he's stroking three pointers what seriously what is this about yeah i mean i I do think like one thing um that you know trying to sort of decipher what is real and what isn't in the off season of an nba year is sometimes difficult and sometimes it's easy we will see uh, plenty of workout videos from players uh, all summer long where maybe a guy like Gobert posts a video of him sort of handling the ball on the perimeter in a pickup game, uh, pulling up from three and hitting it. And, and you, and you say, Oh my gosh, they're really working on this part of their game. This is going to be a new facet of what they're doing once they come to the NBA season. And then once they get to the NBA season, when they're playing against real defenders, when they're playing in real games with real stakes and real pressure, you never see any of that sort. Now, I don't think Rudy Gobert 
shooting threes against Montenegro in an exhibition game is akin to a workout video at an LA fitness in Robbinsdale um, against a bunch of schlubs and where he can just do whatever he wants and, 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 and it's cool and it's fun. Um, that said, I don't also think that it means that that's going to be even a little part of his diet going into the NBA season. But, but it was just interesting to see him do it in a game setting against, you know, competition that while it might not be the strongest is still certainly a huge step up from what most players uh, face in the summertime. And so not only that he did it in the competition, but if you watch the, how it unfolded, it was a kind of set a screen pop out to the top of the, uh, to the top of the arc, get an inbounds pass. And then he rose up and he shot it like he's been shooting it for a very long time. Like he looked comfortable shooting it. And so it's just one of those things that you look at and say, you know what? That's actually just a little bit interesting because I don't anticipate we're going to see it um, in an NBA game, but that he is feeling comfortable enough to try it in that setting with TV cameras on him, all of those things. Um, and then it it went in. Uh, you just kind of file it away and you say, huh, I wonder about that. Because the real question I have, Jim, is let, let's even just say for a minute, let's let's suspend disbelief and say that Rudy Gobert has worked on his shot enough and it has gotten to a point where maybe he could hit, let's say, 31%, 30% of his threes um, you know, on a very low volume. How many do you think he would have to make for an NBA defense to actually adjust to it and say, "Ah, eh, this is something we got to give a little bit more attention to, you know, 100, 300, 500? I don't know. But it's just uh, it's it, it was just interesting to watch. We're, we're in the abyss of of basketball and in August and to see that happen. You're just like, ah, oh, that's that's something. It's not nothing. It's something. Sadly for our listeners, I'm not done with this topic. We are going to get to Anthony Edwards and fines and international play and his role in the Team USA and everything else. We have other things to talk about. But uh, hey, let me introduce the show. This is the John Krasinski Show. He's John Krasinski from The Athletic. I'm Jim Suhan from Star Tribune. Brandon Morton is our longtime producer. We are coming to you from the Aquarius Home Services Studio. Thanks to our other sponsors, TSR Injury Law, our longest-running sponsor, and All Energy Solar, allenergysolar.com. Here's what intrigues me. Three-point shooting requires refined mechanics. Even in the modern age where everybody's shooting them, to make them, you really have to have a nice release point. You have to have touch. You have to have backspin. You have to have accuracy, and you have to work on it. It's not an easy shot, even if they make it look easy so often in the NBA. So if he has the mechanics and touch to make some three-pointers in a game setting, does that mean that we might see a guy who could actually hit an open 10-footer if defenses just leave him alone in the paint? Well, yeah, I, I do think like that, the mechanics part of it you hit on is is really interesting, Jim, because we had, we talked so much last season about Rudy Gobert's offensive game and how absolutely none of it looks easy. Like one of the reasons that I think there is so much angst that surrounded him um, last season, as Wolves fans really were watching him 
closely game in and game out for the first time is that, man, he is not a smooth, fluid operator on the offensive end. Great, great defensive player made a huge impact on that side, but offensively, it just looks hard. Everything looks difficult for him um, in that uh, on that side of the floor. So when you see a catch and a rise up and a shoot and a shot that looks fairly easy, that looks smooth, that the mechanics kind of all looks like his whole body is working together and not against itself. Um, that to me is the most interesting part of this whole thing. And so it, the, it, I want to kind of watch it more, obviously, and see not necessarily we see more threes, but like you said, see if that if that means that he can just sort of step out away from the basket just a little bit and knock down a, a, a jumper um, every once in a blue moon when he is being completely disrespected by the by the defense that could be something that is effective for him. Now, one thing we do have to load on in the context portion of things is remember last summer when Rudy was acquired and um you know they the, Chris Finch is talking about how they can deploy him and what they're going to do with him offensively. Uh he pointed a lot to what he did in France with the with the French national team as terms of is indicative of him being capable of having a larger role offensively than what he had in Utah. And I think that there was a plan at the start of the season to get him more involved in dribble handoffs, to get him a little bit more of a steady diet of shots offensively, make him feel a little more valued and, 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 and included. And, because they saw that happen when he played for France. They saw him be able to do a little bit more, to be a little more athletic and a little more fluid. And then we saw in the NBA, it just did not translate. And so um, I want to temper some of this, just given that um, he, for whatever reason, he seems more empowered with France and a little more comfortable doing it there. And it may not mean anything once he gets over here against you know, Embiid and against, you know, uh, Brooke Lopez and some of the best defensive players in the world. Um, but if he can build a little confidence and he can show a little bit of something over there, I do think Chris Finch will at least give him an opportunity to replicate that in the NBA and see if that's something that can be included in his, you know, package. Um, and, uh, you know, that's going to be interesting to just see how all of that translates and how much freedom and how much latitude he's given coming back over to the NBA side of things. If he's able to put some, some real things on tape, uh, in, in the world cup here. So let's get to Anthony Edwards, uh, some news regarding Anthony and also his play with Team USA. Let's also talk about Ricky Rubio. I uh, do want to thank our longtime sponsor, TSR Injury Law, 612-TSR-TIME. By now, you know the drill. You've listened to the show. You've seen all the billboards. You've seen all the TV ads. TSR Injury Law is a big deal because they have won so many cases for their clients. Great thing is they won't charge you unless they win your case. And as I said, they win a lot of cases. Uh, Steve Terry is a frequent guest on this show. You see him courtside at Timberwolves games. Uh, great guy. These are people we really trust. If you're ever injured, it's really simple. 
Just call 612-TSR-TIME, 612-TSR-TIME, and tell them that uh, the John Krasinski Show sent you as well. I uh, also want to let you know that all energy solar panel installations are done right and made easy thanks to more than 14 years of experience in Minnesota and beyond. Visit allenergysolar.com slash coach for your free solar evaluation. All Energy Solar is ready to take any solar project from design to installation and everything in between. And again, you go to allenergysolar.com slash coach to find out more or you can just go to allenergysolar.com and you can educate yourself on everything there is to know about solar whether it's for your home or your business allenergysolar.com and once again we are coming to you today from the aquarius home services studio so check out aquarius home services so uh let, let's just get past the fine that we'll talk basketball fifty thousand dollar fine for throwing the chair that hit a couple of workers in denver at the end of the season i think it the time we both said, "Hey, you shouldn't have done it," but it's not as big a deal as some people are making it out to be. I don't, you know, I don't really care whether he gets fined fifty thousand or a hundred thousand. It probably he wouldn't even notice. I will just say that when you're going to fine, when you, when your punishment is going to be a fine, if it's worth finding somebody, I think it's worth finding somebody enough that they might actually notice. Mm-hmm. And I don't think fifty thousand dollars dents Anthony Edwards, given he's going to make a billion dollars as a basketball player. Yeah, I mean, it certainly doesn't dent um, him. I mean, he can find that in his couch cushions now. Um, but I will say that from just in the in the structure of the NBA fine system, fifty thousand dollars is a noticeable fine. It's it's not their their most punitive, but it is. Um, it is noticeable, and and like there are there's plenty of times where there where players are fine. So this is certainly a step up from that. And I think that's the message that the league is trying to send is that, Hey, when you ever you are interacting and, and just very even accidentally or unintentionally or possibly endangering a worker, an arena worker or a fan, it's going to be a little bit stiffer, but they also, there's no suspension. There's not, there's nothing like that. So they also, I think, acknowledge that, Hey, this was a really a, a benign interaction. Um, the sort of reaction from police, from, uh, you know, the initial, uh, sort of reporting of it, uh, was so far over the top that it was ridiculous. Um, so, I think there's an acknowledgement of that, but also that, hey, uh, it, you know, this rises in their eyes a little bit above like a more common $10,000, $20,000 fine. And, you know, that's that's going to be it. I don't yeah, I, I don't think Anthony Edwards is going to blink when he sees it. I don't think that this is going to cause any sort of soul searching on his part or whatever. He just he knows that he's just got to control his motions just a little bit better but this was just a fluke thing and 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 nobody has to make any more of it than that. I watched a bit of the uh Team USA game the other day. You obviously are, are locked into these games. How's Anthony Edwards looking in these games? Yeah, so um yeah, it, it's been interesting at the start of this uh USA camp in some of their scrimmages with the select team um and even going into that opening game against Puerto Rico there's been this sort of conversation surrounding the starting lineup for team USA. And it seems like there were four guys 
that were really cemented in the starting lineup. I think Jalen Brunson, uh, Mikhail Bridges, uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. Um, and and so, the, but the 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 fifth spot was kind of open, and Anthony Edwards had been in it at points and had been out of it at points. And you'd think like a player of his caliber, certainly on this team would just be an automatic starter, but he's kind of been Steve Kerr's been sort of playing with lineups using Anthony Edwards as kind of the second unit leader sometimes, and then plugging him into the starting lineup as well. And, and, um, and I think that after the Puerto Rico game, which is uh, the game that he started, I I think you're going to see him just in the starting lineup. And uh, when we saw him play in that game, Early on, he was very much intent on being a playmaker and a ball mover. Uh, Steve Kerr has really been emphasizing that point in camp and making sure that that this team um, sort of starts to feel like a team and work together and move and cut and 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 pass and share the ball. And so Edwards was very. Um, aggressive in his passing early on in the game. And I think that was just a nod to him trying to give Steve Kerr what he has been preaching. Then in the third quarter, he really just took over as a scorer. They, the the first half was kind of muddled. They weren't playing all that great. Puerto Rico was, was keeping the game close. And then Edwards scored, I think 15 points in the third quarter or 11 or 12 points in the third quarter and really just kind of took over the reins of the offense from a scoring standpoint. And I do think that that is the realization of his role on this team. That he is one of the few guys who is just a bucket getter. Like when things sl- are, are, are stagnant, when things are slowing down, when, when baskets are hard to come by, just put the ball in his hands and let him go to work. And, um, and so I think that's a valuable role. Um, I think he was one of the very best players on the court for team USA in that game, maybe along with Jaron Jackson jr. And I just think it really cements what he's going to be for this team going forward. And, and, um, and just kind of really assuming the, the end of clock, end of game offense that, every team USA uh, group needs. And so um, we're seeing that identity sort of start to take shape a little bit. I'm sure. will even more um, in a few of the other exhibitions and, and a- as he gets ready for, for the real play at the end of the month here. In future episodes here, as we start leading into the season, which really isn't that far away all of a sudden, I want to talk more about Edwards' offensive development, the, the variety he's added to his game since he joined the Timberwolves. Uh, I think that's a good long discussion, though. We'll, we'll table that for a moment. Let's get into Ricky Rubio. You know Ricky Rubio very well. I covered him uh, you know, as a columnist for years, but you, you knew him as a beat writer who had a close relationship with him. He is leaving uh, Team Spain for a mental health break. Why don't you take us into that decision? Yeah, it's, you know, I guess really concerning is what I'd say, Jim. Um, it's good. I, I was encouraged and it's it's good to, to see Ricky Rubio understand that he is not in a good place mentally. And so he does need that break and he is and he's going to step away. He did not term it a retirement. He did not say that his basketball career is over, but he said he was going to basically stop playing for a little while while he addresses things that he needs to address. 
I have no idea what the specifics are of what's afflicting him. Um, I'm not sure if it's family related, if it's personal, what we, what, what kind of he is going through that has caused him to get to this decision. But what I do know, Jim, is that uh, this is obviously a very significant thing that he is going through because he is stepping away from the Spanish national team in preparation for this World Cup, which if you know Ricky Rubio, it is the most important thing he does on a basketball court. He has a really tight bond with the teammates that he has been playing with for Team Spain for forever and ever. Uh, he treasures that experience of playing internationally with those guys above anything else he can do on the basketball court. This team is coming off of a World Cup title. They're the defending champions. Ricky Rubio was the MVP of the tournament the last time this play this happened a couple of years ago. And so for him to walk away, especially at this age, where how many of these international uh, competitions does he have left in him? Um, you know, his playing days are closer to the end of his career, certainly than, than the beginning of it. So you wonder about that. And so all that to say is that if he's decided that whatever he is facing is difficult enough to keep him from participating with the team that he loves in an event that he loves in an event that they've had great success at and taken you know immense pride in that tells me that he is going through some real difficult times and so i'm just you know i'm thinking about him i have not spoken to him um uh I hope that, you know, he gets the the help that he needs and finds some stability and can get back to playing in the NBA again and, and, and doing that because he brought so much joy and he derived so much joy from playing. And so if he can't do that now, uh, that says that he's going through something very, very tough right now. Yes, uh, I do think if there any have been any positive developments in the sports world in the last few years they have been that people are much more understanding i don't know if i want to use the word accepting but you shouldn't have to accept it it's somebody else's decision but i think i think people get it much more now than they ever did i know when i you know first start i i broke in to pro sports coverage as an nfl and a baseball writer i was a beat writer for about a decade uh then i covered those leagues as a kind of an at-large writer and then a columnist. I've been around those sports and, and those are really old school down in the dirt, you know, rub dirt on it, uh, shake it off mentality sports. And I think even in those sports, people are starting to realize that if you don't take care of your, of your, your, your mental health, your physical health is almost irrelevant. Do you feel like, you know, looking at it from the, through the prism of an N NBA writer, do you think that uh, the basketball world has handled that aspect of this uh, properly? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, you know, Kevin Love deserves a lot of credit for yeah. sort of the ev evolution of the way that the basketball community views mental health. Uh, he has been an outspoken advocate of kind of the, the taking the time and, and making sure that you kind of uh, really look inward and are cognizant of what is going on from a mental health perspective. Um, and he has done a lot of interviews and a lot of sharing of his own situation that really has opened some eyes to 
the seriousness of making of mental health and just making sure that that part of your health is taken care of because it can be debilitating. It can be incredibly difficult to go through when you are in those tough situations, you know, just like uh, rehabbing a, an Achilles tear or a torn ACL or a major physical injury is serious. Um, when you have a, an injury to your emotional well-being that is can be as debilitating as any other one and so um Kevin Love and DeMar DeRozan were sort of at the front end of of really being vulnerable and sharing kind of the difficulties that this that 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 can be wrought on a player and on an athlete uh from a mental health standpoint and so I do think that it has opened the door to more acceptance, tolerance, um, understanding is probably the better word to use for for the stresses that come uh, with with athletes in these big situations, and um, and 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 more latitude to and grace to allow athletes to work through their issues. And if they need to step away, they need to step away. But there's not the the stigma, I think, that there used to be of, you know, oh, you're just not tough enough. Suck it up. Like get get going. Um and and so as a former teammate of Ricky Rubio's both in Minnesota and Cleveland, um, I'm sure that Kevin Love is reaching out to Ricky and trying to help him through it. I know that um Ricky is a very well-respected and well-liked player um, just in general. And so I'm sure he has sort of a, a legion of people that are reaching out to him right now and trying to express support. So that's one thing that makes me feel good is I know that, you know, he's not on an Island with this and by him stepping away at this time and making this announcement, uh, he is making it known that he needs some help. And so he's not just trying to play through it. He's not just trying to, to kind of jam it down into his gut and 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 ignore it and and risk sort of heavier and longer term damage by doing it that way he's addressing whatever needs to be addressed right now and um and and that's a good thing Good stuff, John. Thank you. Thanks to Brandon Morton. Thank you for listening to TalkNorth.com. Again, if you like the show, including this one, subscribe to your favorite podcast app. It's free. It's the easiest way to listen. You can also go to TalkNorth.com and see all of our other shows, including John and myself on the Viking Update show. Uh, tons of hockey content. Mike Grimm on the Gophers. He broke some news this week. Spencer Tollickson, uh, a conversation with Spencer, where Spencer talks about stepping away from broadcasting. Spencer's a really good dude. I'll miss having him around. Uh, so we have a lot of good stuff at the at the website. Check it out, and we'll talk to you next week.